Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inspiration. I'm Sean, I'm she, and today we are talking about my past as a fitness influencer. <laughs> because today I actually went back to the gym in the first time for the first time in eh, I want to say like eight months, and I thought it would be great opportunity to talk about my past life as a fitness influencer um, because many people don't know this about me I started off my YouTube YouTube career what my social media career actually I was a youtuber before as well that's probably why that slipped out um, I was a youtuber when I was about 12 and I had about 3,000 4,000 subscribers and I used to make these really cheesy music videos uh, but hey it worked people liked it it's basically what i do now like we're literally living in a full circle situation where i would lip sync to videos and they would get views and now i'm doing the exact same thing so yeah who started that trend me um but no i was a fitness influencer when i was about 15 16 17 18 years old and i just wanted to talk about how i got into that what happened why i no longer pursued that path and why going to the gym today was such a monumental moment for me I don't know about you guys but fitness to me is not something I find naturally fun I definitely would prefer walking around exploring a city going to the mall shopping you know like shopping is my cardio but like actually though because I just don't find it very exciting you know uh doing exercise I just don't I've tried many many times and again I convinced and tricked myself into believing that exercise was fun when I was 16 years old and I ended up making it a career for a few years and then uh I stopped so let's rewind rewind back to when I was 15 years old I got put on the birth control pill uh, as a result of lots of you know disappointments and trying to figure out why my skin was breaking out I had acne since I was the age of 11 I was in Hong Kong at school you know it was a really as most teenagers would would know and experience and even adults you know it's a really embarrassing humiliating shameful thing to to be singled out as the one with acne um, back then, this was like, what, like 2008, 2009, yeah, 2010, around that time, and I just wanted it gone, like, fair enough, right, so I did everything, of course, we did the typical, you know, skincare routines, we did the antibiotics, we did the prescription uh, creams and gels, and we did all these laser treatments, and blah, 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 and none of them worked, and so the last resort was either to go on Accutane, which is a very heavy drug, or to go on birth control and my parents vetoed Accutane because they had done a lot of research on it and decided actually they didn't think that it would work for my body which in hindsight was the right move but also it required quite a few uh, regular doctor checkups and blood tests and uh, you know I honestly think my parents were also just lazy and they were like nah like we don't want to do that we don't want to bring her to the doctor 24 7 so in the end I went on birth control and what that then did was completely change my body uh, with no warning. Nobody told me this, by the way. No one said to me, no one thought to say, hey, 
a 15 year old girl let me just warn you that perhaps you might put on a lot of weight you might experience mood swings yes your skin might clear up but uh you might feel really really tired all the time uh your appetite's gonna change um yeah generally you're gonna have some stomach issues blah 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 again no one said this to me right and i went in totally blind took these pills And actually, I was on a lower, uh, less of a, what do you call it? A dose, no, type of pill that just, that wasn't as intense. And then I got bumped up to a higher dosage. Um, I think the pill was called Yasmin. Ooh, PTSD. But yeah, I went on this pill and I was on that for about, wait, 15, 16, 17, 18, four years daily, right? Now, when I first went on the pill, I didn't really notice the changes that were happening to me. I just thought, yeah, okay, whatever. I just need to like, you know, be patient and I'll see results. But about six months in, I started to realize that my school uniform was getting really tight around my waist and I couldn't do it up in the same way. And then I had this guy at school make a point in telling me that I was fat and I remember my mind being totally blown because I had never thought of myself as as noticeably overweight or anything because uh newsflash I wasn't I just wasn't stick thin either and uh that sent me into this whole spiral of realizing oh my god I put on loads of weight I didn't look like myself anymore my skin was clear and my hair was super healthy and long but everything else seemed to be falling apart And I decided to take it upon myself to fix the problem. But I didn't know at that point that the pill was what caused this, okay? I thought that I'd put on all this weight because of my quote-unquote bad habits, my unhealthy eating, and my lack of exercise, which is not entirely untrue. I would go home after school and eat like a whole cup noodles or like, you know, an entire tin of Heinz beans on toast and... um, which is also totally fine, like whatever, you know, whatever. I really enjoyed it. It was great, yum. But it wasn't exactly health as wealth, live your best life kind of situation. I could have definitely been healthier. So I saw that as a sign to start taking my health into my own hands. And I started my Instagram page called The Fit Game. Now, this was the very pivotal moment of my of my life where I started posting my workouts that I would find on Pinterest or Tumblr. I don't even remember, actually, probably Tumblr um, of like, you know, squats and lunges and yada yada. And I would post them on my Instagram, write a caption talking about how it went, how I felt. Um, and then I would post a picture of my body. Uh, the starting point and this was this was in the era of blogger lattes don't know if you guys know her uh, i think her name is cassie the era of blogger lattes where yeah the goal body was skinny skinny flat waist and a thigh gap and that was what i was working towards and it was obsession obsession and it quickly became a problem but again I didn't see it as that because I was just so determined to work on myself and again fix what I believe to be the problem which was uh, putting on weight because of my unhealthy habits so I went from zero to a hundred very quick and that's something that I tend to do 
and my personality. I'm pretty intense when I commit to something. Um, And I started cooking for myself. I started making my own lunches and bringing it to school. I cut out certain food groups. Um, (laughs) I just, I went overboard at the gym. And yeah, the weight started dropping off and I started to look better. And I created a routine that actually made me feel really good and people started to notice. Then I went away to boarding school. Okay. And at this point, I'd probably a couple thousand followers on Instagram. Um, people at school had found my page and they were, you know, probably laughing and talking about it. But I also knew that there were people that really admired it and found uh, comfort in my posts because as, as always, because it's clearly just who I am, I would share the highs and lows of my experience with losing weight and with coming to terms with my body and learning to love myself in all stages of the process. And people saw themselves in that and they really connected with me. And that's, I think, why my page did so well. And so when I went to the UK, I went to boarding school and started eating, you know, their food. And I noticed, uh, oh my God, I'm putting on loads of weight again. Because the food is totally different in, you know, where I grew up in Hong Kong. And the kind of um, cuisine and the and the ingredients and everything is totally different to living in Scotland for two years. Where it's a very cream and, and dairy heavy base, very meaty. Um, and yeah, I just didn't fuck with that. Like, that's just not what I ate growing up. I ate a lot of rice and and fish and vegetables. Um, And while I was at boarding school, I then started having a lot of stomach issues. Oh my God. Just even talking about this and remembering this time of my life is kind of crazy. I don't know. I, I tend to refer to it, but not in great detail, mainly because I feel like I've spoken about it a lot, but I actually haven't. It's it's because it was such a painful, overwhelming blur of a time of my life. Um, when you're 17, 18 years old, 16, 17, 18, you're already like all over the place. But on top of that, I was dealing with um, a lot of personal issues at home and then my own self-confidence and self-worth and then having to deal with what eventually developed into an eating disorder it was really, really challenging. And I totally lost my self. Well, I lost myself. Yeah, I lost myself. I was going to say control, but actually if it was kind of because I was trying so hard to control everything that I lost control. Um, I was actually then put on a specific diet. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want y'all to, to look it up and do it. But I was prescribed put on this diet by this naturopath at the time in Hong Kong um, and she had said that the reason I was getting all these stomach issues because I was eating xyz and I needed to stop eating it so being me being me I really wanted to commit to to the process and do it properly to see the results and I wanted to you know I didn't want to waste my mom's money and I didn't want to um, yeah I really wanted to solve the problem so I was like yeah fuck it like I'll go 100% in and I did. And what that ended up doing was basically uh, starving me. And I was so thin. Um, yeah, I had no stomach issues, but that's because I wasn't eating enough. <laughs> like, that just developed more problems. And I got to a point where at school, I would feel super faint. I would need to sleep all the time. I had such bad brain fog. And keep in mind, right, like I was on the birth control pill this entire time this entire time. So not only was I like 
kind of messed up from this diet and then my own mental health issues I was also having to deal with all the side effects of being on the birth control pill um it was just it was just a clusterfuck like my skin was so great my skin was perfect people would literally say to me you know when I was going to like go to the shops or something I remember actually one time I went to Marks and Spencer's in Edinburgh um and this cashier was like oh my god your skin is beautiful you have the best skin I've seen I remember thinking what a crazy lady like there's no way my skin is so bad blah 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 and it's because I still had this totally warped perception of myself um and what I looked like because I still didn't believe I was beautiful worthy or um that I deserved good skin and again looking back at photos of me at that time my skin was flawless flawless but at what price right like the price was my own fucking mental health um an eating disorder and the birth control pill ruining my hormones and my life essentially (laughs) so bringing it back to being a fitness influencer i was posting all this stuff all this on instagram apart from the fact that i was struggling with my mental health um i would post that yeah like I was having stomach issues or super bloated or you know I felt kind of tired today or whatever but I would completely omit the fact that I hated myself that I would sit there thinking about food all day that I would you know basically have numbers in my head about what types of fats and proteins and carbs I needed like it was just absolutely nuts and if I didn't go to the gym one day then I would beat myself up and think I was like a total waste of space like it's awful absolutely awful but that's the reality of of being a young girl who's trying to fix something that doesn't need fixing and being fed so much misinformation about the health and fitness world. And there's so many different threads to this. Um, That's why it's hard to kind of explain the story and to tell it and to illustrate the struggle that I was going through because I I was so influenced from, from being in Hong Kong and and the ideal weight, the beauty standard was stick thin. Um, So in contrast, I was never stick thin. I was, I was slim, but I wasn't stick thin. And therefore I was associated as the bigger girl. And that then got into my head that I was fat. Wrong. Um, My sister's a ballerina. And so I was, you know, observing that world as well. And the ballet industry is very warped in their perception of what beauty can be and and it's still very much you know stick thin and skinny legs and yeah. <laughs> oh my god no boobs everything just oh my gosh um and then on top of that yeah I was I was trying to control what I could control in my life because at the time I felt like I had no control over what was going on back at home over what was going on at school I just thought well, the one thing I can't control is my weight and my food, so let's do it. And the gratification that I got by posting online and sharing my journey under this guise that I was helping other people by inspiring them to take charge of their life, it was entirely... It was fake. It was false. And I don't know. It, feel, it feels sad like to admit that. Um because I felt so much guilt for so long about misleading people and making them believe that I was healthy and happy and 
sure I looked it you know like people wanted my body people would ask me how I did it you know and how I had the energy and how I looked so good but I was so unhappy inside and yeah and I had this epiphany one day I was it was a few weeks before my 18th birthday I went to um, this wonderful woman named Sadna in Edinburgh I was feeling really homesick it was during the exam season and my mom was in Hong Kong and she would send me Reiki um, sometimes when I needed to feel close to her and when I needed some love and support and I decided to go to a Reiki practitioner in Edinburgh just so I could feel close to her so I went to this place about 15 minutes away from my school I walked there after class and I booked in a session and sat down and Sadna put her hands over me and she got to my throat and I choked I choked and she said Sean I think you have something to say and I couldn't I just started sobbing like like I'd never done before so I was sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and eventually it all came out that I felt burdened in my life that I did not love myself that I was living a lie that I had an eating disorder that I was so stressed so unhappy and once I calmed down and gained some clarity I walked out of that session and I knew what I had to do and I knew I had to start healing and that was the beginning of my mental physical spiritual journey that very day I decided that I deserved better and that I needed to walk away from what I was building at the time which was a presence in the fitness and health community that if I didn't do this that I would be living a lie I would eventually be called out I would eventually be caught I wouldn't be able to stand my ground and I wanted to be honest truthful and integral and I knew that I had to do this for myself and do it for the greater good I was like it's my responsibility to take myself off of this platform to work on myself to be honest with myself and that's what I did and so I stopped my Instagram page um and I remember being quite vague about it I remember just one day you know being like I've come to the end of this chapter I'm good love you guys bye (laughs) but this is this is the real story and this is why and I spent yeah I'd say almost two years learning how to love myself my body and my food and to recover and to teach myself the importance of nutrition and to teach myself the importance of having a relationship with my body beyond what it looks like you know what does it feel like how do I want to feel how do I want to dress you know do I yeah do I see myself as worthy and beautiful when I've not eaten eaten healthy foods and vice versa can I have that unconditional love for myself all throughout and this has been a lifelong journey you know I trace back all these insecurities to when I was a much younger child in in kindergarten Um, and those stories and narratives that I carried about myself throughout the years I finally was able to address them when I stopped pretending that I was okay and that pretending ultimately that I was doing this in the name of wellness but it was entirely just a way for me to 
again, fix something that never was broken. And it's because my perception of myself was that I was broken. I had to come to that conclusion on my own and it took many, many years, but we arrived. And so to bring it back to going to the gym today for the first time in many, many months, I found it really difficult to return to exercise in my life because of the extremes that I went to before. I think there's this this subconscious fear that if I start doing it again, I will slip back into those habits, but I know I won't. Uh, I know that. It's just like, I think it's also, I'm just lazy and I, I just don't find exercise that fun. So I need to find something that works for me. But I do love Pilates. I love reformer Pilates. I love spin classes. I like, I've been doing yoga for most of my life. I love ice skating. I love swimming. Um, I love horse riding. But yeah, today I went to the gym and I had my friends there with me to support me. And it was really fun, actually. So I signed up to the gym for a month, so I'm committed now. I have to go. I have to do it. I've paid. <laughs> um, but I'm, I am excited to, to feel better. I'm, I'm excited for those endorphins and to look at myself and feel like, yes, like you look fit and healthy and to know that I'm doing it the right way. Also, I'm excited to look hotter than ever. <laughs> Truth be told, one of my motivation. Anyways. That's a long story, but that's not even the half of it. That's a summary. But I mean, I wanted to share this because, I mean, there's so many things we could take away from this experience, but I really, really hope that if you're going through something similar to what I went through, know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a way for you to not be consumed by your thoughts and your thoughts around your weight and your body and your food and whatever it is, you know, like I completely empathize and understand that stress and that frustration that you can't just think like everybody else and you know I would look at other people and think oh my god how are they able to eat so calmly how are they able to go work out without anxiety and panic but it's there it just it just takes time with anything it's a practice and it's a decision and a commitment that you have to choose every single day I had to choose recovery I had to choose love I had to choose me every day for years and it will show up in different forms in different ways but please stick to it because it is worth it and the freedom that you will find on the other side of this oh my gosh like no other it's even better than you could imagine the life that you will live beyond the control beyond the panic beyond the anxiety it's worth it so yeah Oh my God, oh, run out, run out of breath talking about this. It, it, it feels like a lifetime ago and yet I'm 25. This happened when I was 18, you know, it's really not that long ago, but I'm an entirely different person and the person that I am is because of the girl that I was and, and, and all the things that I learned through this experience and I'm forever thankful for it even in my darkest times. Um, and I really hope that this can motivate, inspire, and mirror to you what what is possible and what you deserve as well. You know, all I want for myself is to be able to feel free and to feel genuine joy and love. And I know that you can have that as well. So I'm going to love you and leave you. 
I'm no longer a fitness influencer. I'm just a girl on the internet posting random crap that seems to really resonate and I love it. Thank you for supporting me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me from the start. If you've been here from the start, I know that I do have some followers from the fit game days. It's just crazy to me. Um, and whatever comes next, let's, let's go there together. I love you. Have the best day.